The Devil on the Staircase I was born in Sole Scale, the child of a common bricklayer. The village of my birth nested in the highest, sharpest ridges, high above Positano, and in the cold spring the clouds crawled along the streets like a procession of ghosts. It was 820 steps from Sole Scale to the world below, I know. I walked them again and again with my father, following his tread from our home in the sky and then back again. After his death, I walked them often enough alone, up and down carrying freight until with each step it seemed as if the bones in my knees were being ground up into sharp white splinters. The cliffs were mazed with crooked staircases, made from brick in some places, granite in others, marble here, limestone there, clay tiles, or beams of lumber. When there were stairs to build, my father built them. When the steps were washed out by spring rains, it fell to him to repair them. For years he had a donkey to carry his stone. After it fell dead, he had me. I hated him, of course. He had his cats, and he sang to them and poured them saucers of milk and told them foolish stories and stroked them in his lap. And when one time I kicked one, I do not remember why, he kicked me to the floor and said not to touch his babies. So I carried his rocks when I should have been carrying school books. But I cannot pretend I hated him for that. I had no use for school. Hated to study, hated to read. Felt acutely the stifling heat of the single-room schoolhouse. The only good thing in it my cousin, Nitadora, who read to the little children, sitting on a stool with her back erect, chin lifted high, and her white throat showing. I often imagined her throat was as cool as the marble altar in our church, and I wanted to rest my brow upon it as I had the altar. How she read in her low, steady voice, the very voice you dream of calling to you when you're sick, saying you will be healthy again and know only the sweet fever of her body. I could have loved books if I had her to read them to me, beside me, in my bed. I knew every step of the stairs between Sole Scale and Positano, long flights that dropped through canyons and descended into tunnels bored in the limestone, past orchards, and the ruins of derelict paper mills, past waterfalls and green pools. I walked those stairs when I slipped, in my dreams. The trail my father and I walked most often led past a painted red gate, barring the way to a crooked staircase. I thought those steps led to a private villa, and paid the gate no mind until the day I paused on the way down with a load of marble and leaned on it to rest, and it swung open to my touch. My father, he lagged thirty or so stairs behind me. I stepped through the gate onto the landing to see where these stairs led. I saw no villa or vineyard below, only the staircase falling away from me down among the sheerest of sheer cliffs. Father, I called out as he came near, the slap of his feet echoing off the rocks, and his breath whistling out of him. Have you ever taken these stairs? 
When he saw me standing inside the gate, he paled and had my shoulder in an instant. He hauled me back onto the main staircase and cried out, How did you open the red gate? It was open when I got here, I said. Don't they lead all the way down to the sea? No. But it looks as if they go all the way to the bottom. They go farther than that, my father said, and he crossed himself. Then he said again, The gate is always locked.